Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Helling frequencies open, you've tapped into Trek FM's Hyper Channel. I'm Chris, publisher of Trek FM, and this is where we talk about what's happening in the world of Star Trek news. In this episode for January 14th, 2016, we're going to check to see if we were born with teeth. Actually, that's the title of Kate Mulgrew's memoir, which was released in April of 2015 as a hardcover and also as an ebook and an audiobook. If you're a reader like most still are these days who prefers print, but don't want to drop the big bucks for hardcover because, let's face it, they are expensive, you'll be glad to know that Born With Teeth is now available in paperback from Back Bay Books. Of course, being a fan of Voyager and of Kate Mulgrew will also play into your excitement level. I always enjoy these books myself in which we get to learn more about the lives of actors and the journey they took to get to the character or the characters, in the case of some actors, that we know them as. And while I have not read this particular book yet, it is on my list. Someone who has read Born With Teeth, however, and discussed it here on the network, is, as you would expect, Charlene Schmidt, co-host of our Voyager show, To The Journey, and also Matthew Rushing, co-host of our books and comics show, Literary Treks. They got together and discussed Born With Teeth on Literary Treks 106, so episode 106. If you've already read it and you want to deep dive with them into the book, that's a great show for you to catch. And also, if you're wondering whether it's the book for you, they can help you there as well. Now, of course, they're going to talk about the details of the book, so we should say, spoiler warning, if you haven't read the book yet and you go listen to that episode of Literary Treks, but it is a memoir, so we know what the topics are going to be that she's going to talk about, but it's still, you know, knowing that it's coming isn't the same as it being spoiled like in a piece of fiction. So I recommend Literary Treks 106 if you want to hear what two of our hosts who really delve into this stuff, Voyager for Shar, books for Matthew, what they think about it. So in the memoirs, Mulgrew talks about her childhood, her life as an actress, her first audition for Janeway and how she felt she blew it, and how hard it was to spend so much time on the set of Star Trek while her sons needed their mom. That's something that I as a parent can certainly understand how she must have been feeling because if I have to be away from my kids for very long, I certainly feel like I'm doing something wrong, right? Because I'm not there with them. So when you think about the hours that television actors put in and and a show like Star Trek, not just the hours per day, but actually being there, being gone for a long time, that must have taken quite a toll on her. She even talks about the daughter she had, but gave away and her mission to find her again which, spoiler alert, she eventually did. But of course, that's part of her life. So it's good to hear that she did reunite with her daughter. Last year, she did an interview with Star StarTrek.com. And that's where I'm getting my information, by the way. And she talked about writing the book. And they asked her, you know, was it, what would you say, therapeutic, I guess. Some people feel that way when they write down their memoirs and look back at what happened in their life. But she actually said it would be brave. I was bold. I was ready. 
You've got to emphasize that word for me. There's a readiness in every life, if it's been lived as mine has been lived, to which the memoirist must respond. Not only were my parents dead, but I'd reclaimed my daughter, and she's now been in my life in a very, very substantial way for nine years. We have a wonderful and quite deeply realized relationship. I wanted also to leave something for my grandchildren to read about when I'm gone. It's very Irish, this approach. I also wanted to do it with whatever lyricism and eloquence and austerity that I could endow it with, and I hope I accomplished that. So, did she? If you've read the book, let me know what you thought about it. You can strike up a discussion about Born with Teeth, Mulgrew, and Janeway in the Babel Conference on Facebook. And of course, Shar and Matthew are there all the time in the Babel Conference as well. And since they talked about it on Literary Treks 106, you can certainly start a conversation with them as well and rekindle a discussion that it's actually been quite some time since they had that because they did that last June. It was actually June 7th. So just a couple of months after the book was released. If you're a member of the Babel Conference already, well, you know what to do. But if you're not, you just need to type Babel, B-A-B-E-L, into the search field on Facebook and it will come right up. It is a closed group, so you need to click join and then we'll let you on in. And we can talk about this topic or anything you want to talk about in the world of Star Trek. And while you're at it, tell me if you wait for books to come out in paperback before buying them. Personally, I do probably 99% ebooks these days, and I actually have now for years, probably like the last five years at least. I was an early adopter of ebooks. I actually had an ebook reader in 2000. It was a little, it was made by Franklin. You know, they make the electronic dictionaries, or they used to anyway. And it was called an ebook man. Now, there's a good name, right? It was actually a really pretty good little device. It had one huge flaw. It ran off of AAA batteries and it sucked them dry really quickly. I would have to change batteries on the train ride from my station to the station near my office, which was was about a two-hour trip, so it wasn't a short trip. But nevertheless, today we complain because our devices don't get more than, what, six hours, eight hours on a charge. And then we can just plug them in and charge them back up. These were AAA batteries, <laughs> a couple of sets a day to, to read ebooks there. But anyway, I, I digress. But I was an early adopter of ebooks and, and I really love them because for me, it has more to do with accessibility to books in English and also convenience of carrying them on the train. Of course, these days I can order pretty much anything I want in paperback or hardcover from Amazon Japan, and I can get it in a few days. The thing is, I can order anything I want, but depending on the book, and especially if they're Star Trek books, sometimes it can still take weeks to get them because they still have to come from the States anyway. And if I go to a big bookstore like Kinokuniya in Shinjuku, which is the biggest English bookstore in the city in Tokyo, the selection's still not great, especially for new releases and certainly for things dealing with Star Trek. So for me, ebooks are wonderful. I can get anything I want instantly. It's just really changed my reading life. But I, but I wonder about you guys who are in the States where you can walk in and buy anything that you want easily 
in print. Do you still buy print books or do you prefer ebooks? They're so much easier to carry around and you can highlight, you can take notes. They're, they're really convenient. Although I actually do love hardcover books. I really do love hardcover. And, and I'll buy some books that way, like Harry Potter, for example. But tell me what you do. Tell me what you think about different formats and how you approach books. I'm curious about that. Okay, well, so I told you about the Babel Conference. I told you how to talk to us about this topic there. I know not everyone is on Facebook, so if you're not, there are other ways that you can get in touch with us. You can hit us up on Twitter, where our username is TrekFM, and my personal username is C. Brian Jones, letter C and Brian with a Y. That's my name pretty much everywhere, and of course, that is the network name everywhere. You can also send a message through our contact form at trek.fm slash contact, or a voicemail using speakpipe.com slash trekfm. Also, be sure to check out our 50th anniversary rewatch plus all of our other shows. You can sample those through the Trek FM Master Feed or get them all as individual shows. You can find them pretty much anywhere that you get your podcasts. Just search trek.fm and we're sure to come up. And if you enjoy our shows and you'd like to help us keep it all going, we can definitely use your support through Patreon. Just visit patreon.com slash trekfm, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekfm to get all the details, including perks and information about our great exclusive website, Patron Zone. All right, well, that's everything I have for you today, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in once again. I hope your week's going well, and I'll be back tomorrow with another story for you. Until then, go watch some Trek. Trek.